This is a special mock draft episode of the Rookie Big Board. I'm your host, Matt Hicks, the FF Educator, joined by John Lobb, the Gridiron Scholar, and a pair of special guests here with us tonight is Brandon Lejeune, and we got Shane, Mr. Swag himself, joining us because we are going to be doing a two-round Superflex PPR mock draft, but we're switching it up. If you've been listening to the Rookie Big Board, you know we love to build teams on our mock drafts, so you can call it a dueling mock draft here, whatever you want to call it. I'm excited to jump into it here. We're going to welcome in our guests in just a second, but first I want to start off, and then I'm going to actually pitch it over to my man Brandon because he has orchestrated a fantastic project that the Rookie Big Board is proud to be sponsored with, and that is the Devi Summit. I know some folks listening to this podcast are big Devi fans. Some are listening in for the Dynasty content. You know, maybe you want to dip your foot in the Devi waters. This is going to be the Devi Summit, the next step for Dynasty fans. It's going to be a six-hour live stream event packed with some of the top guests in the Devi and Dynasty communities. And it's an event where we are trying to promote the game of Devi, get more folks involved, and we will also be uh, raising money for charity along with it. So with that being said, man, Brandon, it is uh, co-sponsored by the Rookie Big Board, the Devi uh, Deep Dive podcast and dashboard, and the Campus to Canton crew. Brandon, my man, how you doing? And talk to us a little bit about the Devi Summit. Yeah, I appreciate it. It's a great uh, time always coming on doing these rookie drafts with you, Matt. Um, it was an idea that kind of spawned in my mind about uh, five, six months ago. You and I talked about it, I think, before Christmas. Uh, you were the actually yeah. one of the first people uh, I reached out to with the idea. And it really is the main goal. It's kind of like what you said already. It's it's to grow the game of Debbie. It's to create awareness for the C2C format. Um, and I think there's a lot of education in the Debbie space that still needs to happen. So the overall idea and concept is to introduce the game of Debbie NC2C, and then really get into the nuts and bolts of player value, uh, you know, looking at trades, uh, how to watch film, because uh, there's a lot of great aspects of the game of Debbie, and uh, it's something I've been doing for five years, and it's just got me hook, line, and sinker, and I've enjoyed every minute of it, and I just want to share, um, I think there's a lot of people hesitant to get into Debbie and C2C leagues, so I think this is kind of the first step if uh, you're one of those people out there that really don't know much about it, and you always kind of were intrigued, this is the event for you, um, but it's also going to be an event for if you're an avid Debbie uh, you know, participant as well, so it's going to be a really well-rounded thing. I'm super excited i think john here and swags you guys are both going to be a part of it you're both going to be guests on it um it's going to be a star-studded event with a lot of the great debbie analysts and, and dynasty uh you know people out there so i uh, super excited about it yeah and shane thanks so much for joining us as well if you're not familiar uh shane's got the rookie fever podcast it's really great uh kind of approaches rookie profiles on a little bit different of an angle uh brings on some awesome guests from around the community most recently I brought on Skip uh, last year. He let me talk about Terrace Marshall. He's probably not going to invite me back after I do that. <laughs> but, uh, but Shane, thanks for joining us, my man. Shane, you are on mute. <laughs> <We> are. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're going all out, man. Shane said, uh, not listening to the Terrace Marshall guy. I'm just going to put myself on mute. Oh, yeah. I'm back. There we go. I, I was yeah. raising my hand, though. I'm going to say I'm, I'm one of those guys that's maybe a little bit scared to jump into the C2C, quite honestly. Devi is something I enjoy a lot, but you guys take it a step further. I almost feel like i'm the odd man like i'm the sesame street like one of these things is not like the other because i think matt matt sort of nailed it like rookie fever is kind of different it's almost like um you guys almost hand these rookies to us and then we take them and hold them throughout the season a little bit more and you guys you guys dive so deep that i'm just getting caught up i felt like that was the reason you were like and we'll give you 101. We'll give you some low-hanging fruit at the top of the show. <laughs> well, that's a good transition. Let's go ahead. Let's jump right into our mock draft. Again, it is a two-round Superflex PPR mock draft, but we're building a roster here. So if you're watching on YouTube, you can see us actually build out the visual roster. Each one of us is going to draft a quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, and we have a Superflex spot. I got to let you know, if you're watching on YouTube, we want to hear some feedback. All right, this is a fun mock draft, but we get a little bit competitive. We'll all cast a vote for the winner at the end, but drop it in the comments. Let us know who you think your winner is. Because, guys, I always lose these, but this one's going to be my one. I'm feeling good about it. Shane, you mentioned it. You now have the 101 on. here. Go ahead and start us off. Now it's on. And and I didn't mention, but, man, I, I'm super excited to be here. So thanks a lot, guys. But this was easy for me. I, I mentioned last week on Rookie Fever, actually, that Brees Hall is my Superflex 101. This is a little bit different because, of, like you said, we're doing these team builds here. I have to see if a quarterback comes back to me. But quite honestly, right now, without landing spots, Brees Hall is the the player that I'm most comfortable with adding to a team. So pretty excited to get Brees Hall. I'm pretty excited to have 101. <laughs> I like the way you phrase that. You know, I think for a lot of folks, they're still kind of uh, figuring out exactly, you know, where they're landing with their top tier of wide receivers and running backs. And comfortable feels like the right move at this point in time with Brees Hall, right? Of course, we may feel differently about his landing spot, but that high production, that good tape review, Brees Hall does feel like a more high floor pick at this point in time i'm gonna shoot a little high here boys i'm gonna go after the running back position early be aggressive ah! there's a super flex draft but i'm going for it breaking my mold a little bit to play the game and i'm going with kenneth walker man i love kenneth walker's tape review i love that strength that contact balance my big question about kenneth walker was play speed right what was his downfield acceleration gonna look like at the next level he goes to the combine he absolutely blows it out of the water and so he skyrocketed up to the top of that running back tier for me right now. So at 102, I'm happy to get Kenneth Walker. And Brandon, we got a little bit of a running back run here, so I'll pass it on over to you to either finish off that top tier or, or help us pivot. Ah, uh, well, this is a super flex, correct? So correct. Um, with that in mind and keeping the thought in my mind that every super flex team that I have with poor quarterbacks, I seem to cannot and will not compete. So. I'm going to go with Malik Willis here. I think he has got the uh, highest ceiling of the quarterbacks. I mean, look, there's a risk with all of these quarterbacks. Some guys have Kenny Pickett, Matt Corral. I mean, I think it's the first time in the last couple of years where there really hasn't been an identifiable 
one quarterback that the Debbie community can really, you know, hang their hat on is, you know, the guy. But looking at mock drafts lately, I think he, after his senior bowl, after uh, the combine, the buzz is all about Malik Willis. And if you're not a believer in his tape, you know, the rough SEC game that we saw against Ole Miss, I mean, I was really turned off by that. But you just can't count out the draft Knicks that are projecting him to be a top 10 pick. So even if you're not in love with his film, I think he provides value here. I'm thinking I could have gone Spiller, but there's some there's some other running backs that I think I'm going to wait on um, that I think I can get later that I think could be as productive as Spiller. So I'm going to go with Malik Willis here, and he'd be a great value pick here because he's tradable. And like I said, if you're not in love with his film, he's still an asset with high value here. And the wide receiver is kind of the group is, is kind of deep. So I'm going to take Malik Wells. I think he's got the highest uh, ceiling of the quarterbacks coming to the draft. All right. First quarterback off the board. And I did not mention this at the top, but uh, Debbie Deep Dive, fantastic YouTube channel as well. Brandon is digging into it with his Debbie Dashboard crew as well. You know, really getting into that rookie content. So you're going to want to make sure you check that out as well. All right, John, we only have four players here, so you are at the turn. You have the 104 and the 105. Interested to see what you do with it here. Interesting, because if we did this a month ago, one of those running backs likely would have fallen to me when I was doing early drafts, mock drafts. But now they're not. I think after the combine, it's going to be very hard to land one of those two running backs at four or five. If you get the opportunity I would jump at it. I agree with Shane. I think Brees Hall is the number one now. I would have taken him there also. So I'm going to remain loyal to my board. Brandon hinted at it. I think the top five quarterbacks, while they're all ranked differently, I would not be surprised if either one of them turns out to be great. And if any of them totally bomb, I would not be shocked. I think they're very tight. I think everyone has a strength and a weakness. I think it's going to depend on landing spot. So saying all that, I'm going to bypass the quarterback and take a risk here. And I'm going to be remain loyal to my board. And I'm going to take my two top receivers. I'm absolutely in love with them. They're completely opposite receivers. I'm going to first go with Garrett Wilson, my number one wide receiver. Matt and I discussed it on the rookie big board. I did not intend for him to be number one. But when I started watching tape again in January, I fell in love with the man. The separation that he gets is out of control. Absolutely love him. So I'm going to take him there. And then my number two, Traylon Burks. The upside, the ceiling is massive. He's big. He's strong. I know he's not a great separator. That's not how he wins. He wins deep down the field. He wins with size, physicality. I think he can't be special, but there is a serious floor. So there's a little bit more risk. I think with Wilson, I have a higher floor and nearly as high of a ceiling. So that was a differentiation between those two. So I'll start with the two receivers and hope, cross my fingers, that I can get a quarterback later. All right, so John starts us off with two wide receivers. 
We're on to Brandon here. And if you follow Brandon at all, you know he's got one of his guys on the board right here. So let's see yeah. if he sticks with yeah. his guys, if he sticks with the board. I, I have to stick with my my board, right? John, you said it. You got to trust yeah. your, your analysis. You got to trust the board that you have, right? And I'm not going to pivot off that. Should I take Isaiah Spiller? Probably. But I said earlier, I'm, I'm going to maybe take a swing with some other backs later. I got to take my guy, Jamison Williams. Um, I, I love what this kid brings to the table. Um, you know, all of these guys at the top tier, uh, Burks, uh, you know, all of them, you know, you got London and, and all these guys, you know, all, all the guys that are probably in our tier one, right? But I think what sets Jamison apart for me is the fact that the speed and what he can do with the ball in his hands in the second level, he has the ability to take it to the distance, you know, at any time. I would have loved to have seen him at the combine. You know, rumor has it he ran a 4-4 in high school and he ran in the four high threes uh, at Alabama. So um, now I know there's people that are worried about the Ohio State production and that tired narrative. I'm not one who's going to buy in that. I just saw him on the field this year, fell in love with what I see. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But I'm going to trust my my eyeballs and take the guy that I think has great upside. And he's going to provide great value, I think, in rookie drafts because, as we know, he tore his ACL. And I think he's going to just fall down. He's going to get day one draft capital without a doubt. So, I mean, that's going to add to that whole entire you know profile that I look for. So he's got a first day draft capital. He's got the speed. He's got the hands. He can create space. I think he's the whole package. Um, look, I like the I like both of those receivers. John took too, but we're each going to have our favorite flavor. And Jamison uh, Williams is mine. So he's my guy. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, it's good to trust Brandon's eyes. One of the only guys up there with Jalen Waddle at the top, me and him last year, I feel like we were riding that train alone. So with the wide receiver position, it's, it's, I I feel comfortable with that. And you know what, Brandon, you inspired me. Let's keep the, my guy action rolling here. Cause I'm going to go ahead and take my uh, wide receiver one here, uh, which is Chris Alave, uh, the wide receiver out of Ohio state. Before we dig into Chris Alave though, I want to make sure for the listeners, we do a quick, mock draft recap we're going to kind of pause every six picks or so so that you can get caught up 101 was Brees hall running back out of iowa state kenneth walker the running back out of michigan state went 102 malik willis was the first and so far only quarterback to go off of the board in this super flex draft the quarterback out of liberty and then we had a three wide receiver run garrett wilson out of ohio state Traylon burks out of arkansas and jamison williams the former ohio state buckeye but a graduate of the university of alabama all right, jumping in here to uh, my pick with Chris Olave. Listen, Olave jumped up to wide receiver one for me. At this time, there's still a lot of movement. It's a very tight tier at the top, particularly with the wide receivers that have gone off the board so far and one other one, which I'm sure we will get to shortly. But Olave for me is the whole package. He's fast. He's got fantastic hands. He's a great route runner. Really well-rounded wideout that I think if I can project him into a volume role, can be a potential wide receiver one within the first couple of years of his career. I'm really excited about Chris Olave, and I'm excited to see what Shane does here on the turn. You have two picks. Yeah, so, I mean, for me on this turn, I wanted to get a quarterback. And you guys, you keep telling me how much you trust yourselves. <laughs> for this one, I had to trust John Lobb. Oh. <laughs> and, <laughs> And I had to go with Kenny Pickett, man. John's got a, a rookie fever player profile coming out on Kenny Pickett. I, I don't feel great about this quarterback class, but I like to get kind of super flexy, and I felt like this was probably my last chance to get a quarterback was on this turn. Um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. It's interesting because we had a landing spot of Pittsburgh 
but now we've got <laughs> Mitch Trubisky there. So it's it. I'm curious to see how that shakes out. If maybe those two end up actually battling for that job, or if he even goes there for that matter. But I feel I feel all right about it here. I think that Kenny Pickett should probably be going in the first round, which this is pick eight overall. So, and then Isaiah Spiller. Brandon, I, I know you kept saying you didn't want to get him, but I think this is the guy here. I've wanted him ever since you took Malik Willis. I I, I felt like I wanted Spiller. I wanted because Walker was gone, and yeah, I don't know. I'm kind of liking this spot. I like this turn for me. And you guys mentioned the wide receiver depth in this class, and I I think I'm just gonna try to wait it out a little bit. I'm curious though, Brandon, is Malik Willis your 101 in a super flex draft today? I like him and Matt Corral and Pickett. I, I, you know what? I love scouting wide receivers and running backs. It's so hard with quarterbacks. But over, uh, over Brees Hall or Kenneth Walker, would you have taken uh, no, Malik Willis? No, no. no. Those, after the combine especially, no. I would have taken those two running backs, so without a doubt. All right, and I, I, heard, I heard my ears were ringing here because I heard the name that I want to take next, uh, and I'm going to go with the quarterback position. Gentlemen, this is uncomfortable for me, all right? To wait until my third pick to take quarterback. So I want you to know I'm really trying to lean into the value of this class, but Matt Corral is still on the board. I think we're sleeping on Matt Corral a little bit. I know he's a little raw. He's going to have a little bit of development to do, but he is an athlete. He's got a huge arm. I like his mechanics. I mean, he's got the best release in the class easily. You know, I think Brandon alluded to this, but we're not sure uh, ever really, you know, what, what we're going to do when we hit on quarterbacks. A big part of these quarterbacks, the ones that are successful, are the are the offense, the front office that they go to and the way they're able to get coached up and developed and have weapons built around them. You know, so for my pick here, you know, Matt Corral, Malik Willis, it's probably going to be a battle between those two guys to be my quarterback one. I think they both have great upside behind it. But whether it's Kenny Pickett or, you know, the other quarterback that I expect to come off the board soon here, Sam Howell, all these guys are going to need to get into a spot where they can get coached up, right? So, John, let's go ahead, or I should say Brandon is actually up here with the 111. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, uh, You know, I'm listening to you talk, Matt, and I'm just staring at this board, right? I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to try and play the like John. I, John's got two picks after me, and then it's back to me. And he already has a receiver. He's got two receivers, so he's not going to take a receiver. So I'm going to wait because there's a receiver that I want. I think he's going to go in a different direction. So I'm, I'm going to I'm going to take Sam Howell. I'm going to take. That's a big snipe. That's a big snipe. Yeah, and I think for a super flex, if I'm going to put him in my flex position, again, Sam Howell, uh, like you just said, everything, Matt, about these quarterbacks. Um, But again, he's a piece. If he does hit and gets the first-round draft capital, again, he's another piece that you could sell You know, if you wanted to package him for something else. But right now, I'm going to play the board and think that the receiver that I want is going to come back to me. At least I hope he does. Um, but I'm going to take Sam Howell. I'm going to wrap up these two QBs. You can never have enough QBs in, in a super flex league as far as I'm concerned. And there's some depth at the wide receiver position. Um, so I, I'm going to continue. I'm going to roll the dice here with Sam Howell, I think. All right, Brandon, wrapping up the tier one of quarterbacks, leaving John scrambling. Maybe I'll finally beat him in one of these mock drafts, but let's go ahead. Let's see how he pivots here. John, you have two picks. You're going to finish up the first round, and then you're going to kick us off on the second round. See all this gray hair over here? It's from getting sniped in super flex drafts. I can't. It's been happening in a while, right, John? 
Oh, I wanted Sam Howell more than anything. He's my number one quarterback. So um, I have to pivot. I'm not in love with any of the quarterbacks remaining. I'm pretty comfortable with taking one or two of them. So I'm going to go on my board, and I'm going to stay to my board. And I have my fourth receiver and fourth-ranked running backs are sitting on my board. And both of them have high ceilings. I know some people are higher on this young man than I am, but he's my fourth-ranked receiver. Some people have him at number one. But I got to go with Drake London here. 6'4", was it, 219 he showed up at the Combine? We don't have the athletic number, so obviously I would feel a little more comfortable, but he's going to have a pro day. I do love the film. He made the transition from slot receiver out to the X. I think his versatility is tremendous at the NFL level. USC, he played behind Michael Pittman and Amon Ross St. Brown, who both were tremendous last year in their own ways. I think Drake London is the next very good USC wide receiver. I just don't know if his ceiling's as high as the three. I I agree with Brandon. I do like Jamison Williams. He's my number three. So I like him there. Before you get into your running... Before you get into your running back here, John, I want to go ahead and give a quick recap of the back half of the first round. We had Chris Olave go off the board at 107, and then our quarterback run started with Kenny Pickett at 108. Isaiah Spiller broke up that run a little bit at 109, and then Matt Corral and Sam Howell went 110 and 111, and we had another wide receiver come off the board here at 112. So in total in the first round, we had five wide receivers, four quarterbacks, and three running backs, so it should be pretty wide open here as we head into the top of the second. And, John, you are back on the clock here. I'm going to take a running back, as I mentioned, my fourth-ranked running back on the board. And I think a little bit is because of some of the other running backs performed poorly at the combine, and he's just slowly kept rising up boards for me all season. It's Rashad White at Arizona State. He went out and ran a 448 at 214 pounds. Absolute tremendous pass catching running back. When he's in space, when he's on the edge, he can be special. There is a floor there with him, and I'm very interested to see what the NFL, you know, draft capital is going to tell us how much the NFL likes him. But I'm a big fan, 6.3 yards a carry, and he had a 30% scrimmage yards dominator for the Sun Devils this year. I'm not worried that he's a Juco transfer and didn't break out right away. I like him a lot. Just need a good landing spot, but I'll take Rashad White. All right, we're going to pass it on over to Brandon. Brandon has two running back slots and a wide receiver slot available. Let's see what direction he goes in. Well, you sniped me back, John, because I was going to—I didn't think you were going to take London. So, um, but good, good selection there for sure. I got to be true to taking the best player available. I have a feeling that the two running backs that I, I'm looking to get, I'm going to be able to get because uh, there's a there's a teardrop right now after Spiller. We all know that, and Rashad White, whether or not you like him or not, could be possibly in tier one or tier two. So I'm going to wait on that. I'm going to go with Jahan Dotson here. I'm going to take my my last yeah. top tier wide receiver. Um, I think he's got the best hands in the class. I did a film review on my on my YouTube channel, and the kid's got some crazy ball skills. He's twitchy enough. He can get open. He can win vertical, intermediate, boundary, slot, all over the place. Good with the ball in his hands for yak. 
So uh, productive player. I'm excited to, you know, I watch a lot of Penn State games living outside of Philly here. I've seen enough of him to, uh, I'm not going to reach, I think, on a running back right here with, with him still on the board. So I'm going to take Jahan Dotson and fill out my wide receiver room here. All right, Brandon, saving those running backs. But once you drop into tier two, you might as well. So I think that's smart value. Kind of like that. All right, gentlemen, I didn't go into this mock draft thinking I'd have this option available. You know, I, I always say that every player has their value point, right? And so I never say never. I didn't expect to have a high exposure of this player uh, this rookie season. But if he's sitting here at 203, I mean, George Pickens is just staring me in the face here. I'm going to go with the high recruit, high pedigree guy, five-star, super impressive early breakout of Georgia, contested catch guy, ran a great 40 time. I think he could be a real boundary presence at the next level. I don't love him as a tier one wide receiver. I know some people have him there, but I think he's right up there in the tier two argument here. I think Brandon was sharp to take Jahan Dotson right there, but George Pickens is right after him in my rankings. So I'm happy to get him here. I feel like I'm building out a pretty well-rounded roster. I'm not ready to jump uh, at the quarterback position to try to fill in my super flex. So I'll just take what the board gives me and I'll pass it on over to Shane here who will have two picks at the turn. Yeah, and I mean, so I felt a little sniped there because as you, I mean, I don't have any wide receivers yet, so that's definitely what I'm looking to do here. <laughs> Would have been nice to take Pickens, but at the same time, I'm really happy with what's left for me here. And I wonder what I'm seeing wrong because I feel like David Bell sort of fell to me right here, and that that's the direction I'm going. I know he's not the quickest guy, but seems like going to be a decent, pretty smooth route runner. Nice big body. Am I am I seeing something wrong here, guys? Because I trust you guys, but I feel like you just let David Bell fall to me, and so I'm I'm generally, honestly, just curious. John, I'll let you feel that one. Well, I love David Bell. I was a huge fan, but there were some concerns about athletic ability, and when in my book, and when he went to the combine, I'm just disappointed. He fell down my board. I think about a third round grade would be so it's you know here might be a little bit but I only have maybe two or three wide receivers above him right now who I would take mm-hmm. so it's not like it's I might have just hoped for a third round value because the production is off the charts and early breakout age so there is talent there but now I think he's dropped down a lot of boards with the lack of athletic ability swags I'll, I'll, you should have told me after my next pick so I couldn't <laughs> trade it out or anything. But then I'm going to keep going with wide receiver, and I'll take Sky Moore. Yeah. He showed well at the Combine. Like I said, I'm in Kalamazoo, Michigan, so Western Michigan University stand up. Um, yeah, I feel pretty good about what I just did with my wide receiver room here for being so late in the draft completely, honestly. Yeah, Shane, you got the whole you have the Midwest on lock here. You got Purdue, Western Michigan, you got Western PA there with with uh, Kenny Pickett and Brees Hall in Iowa State. So, you have a, a yeah. good hearty uh foundation here for your team. <laughs> there you All go. All right. Um gentlemen, I love it. I love it. I was hoping that I would get this value uh Jerome Ford, the running back out of Cincinnati. Ooh. I call him a high riser. He's somebody I've loved on the Devi side of things for a while now. But I finally have the confidence with a great senior bowl, with a good combine. He's got good size. He's into my top five. He's running back five for me right now. Uh, So to get him and pair him up uh, with Kenneth Walker as the running backs on my team in this running back class, 
I'm really liking the way my team is shaping up here. And I think Jerome Ford can be an absolute home run of a pick and in a foundation of, of if this team was projected forward here into the into the 2022 and 2023 seasons even. Uh, with that being said, Brandon, you have no choice. <laughs> you put it off long enough. You got to draft a running back. I don't want to draft a running back. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, Brandon, I'm going to give you a little bit more time. I'm going to okay. let you procrastinate a little bit longer because I'm going to do yeah. a draft recap here of this top of the second round with 201. It was Rashad White, the running back out of Arizona State, a super athletic, explosive. Jahan Dotson, the wide receiver that can take the top off of the offense there for Penn State at 202. George Pickens at 203. That's the wide receiver out of Georgia. David Bell, the wide receiver out of Purdue at 204. 205 with Sky Moore, the wide receiver out of Western Michigan. And then Jerome Ford at 206. So you can see here, fellas, once that first tier of quarterbacks went, it was all running backs and it was all wide receivers. In terms of quantity, wide receivers are still dominating the draft. We now have nine off the board, and we have, I believe, five running backs off the board. So, Brandon, it's on to you. Yeah. Well, you know, the way I see going into these rookie drafts, right, after the top three, uh, there's, I feel like there's a fork in the road, right? You're going to either take a bunch of pass-catching backs, Rashad White, the guy that I'm going to pick here shortly, or you got some other bigger, sturdier guys, Amir White, Brian Robinson, Tyler Algiers. So um, there's three guys, three running backs here. I'm going to at least get the two out of the three that I'm looking for. The first guy I'm going to take here is James Cook. Um, I think he's the best pass catching back in the class. I know Rashad White's the you know the Debbie Darling right now, and I certainly understand that. But give me the guy that plays in the SEC. I mean, the Orange Bowl, he just exploded with the ball in his hands, pass catching the ball. Um, he's averaged six yards a carry his entire career, limited you know carries. But this year, he got 113 carries and averaged 6.4 yards a carry. So here's how I see James Cook, right? I think he's going to be a, ga- a great complement back to a, an existing backfield. He ain't gonna, he's not going to be an RB1. He's not going to lead a backfield. But I think he's going to be an explosive piece that can be put in slot outside. He, he lined up on the wide receiver you know, this past season. Um, he's, and he's an explosive player, and he plays in the SEC. And when he weighed in at just under 200 pounds at 199, I think a lot of people were concerned he was going to come in at like 190 or something like that. He's got some good size. I mean, he, you know, he's 200. Would it be nice to be 205? Yeah. But, I mean, he put up, you know, averaged 12.8 yards of carry against Alabama, you know, in the championship game. So I think he would be an admirable fill-in if he were to join a committee backfield. And then if the starter got hurt, you could feel confident throwing James Cook in there to run a few games, and he's tough enough to be able to withstand that pound. And so I'm excited that James Cook. I think he's the best pass catching back in the class, and I'm thrilled to have him. Oh, fantastic. All right. So Brandon finally took a running back. John has two picks, and he's only got two options. He's got to finally take a quarterback, or he's got to fill in his second running back slot. Well, I guess you got to do both, John. You just get to choose which order you do it in. So two picks here. What are you going to go for? I think Brandon said something very astute a little while ago when he's talking about the tiers of running backs. I think in the second, third tier, once you're at this level, take your guy. I mean, take the running back who you trust your eyes or you put him into a model or you like the athletic ability. And I think, you know, there's there's so many good ones. Jerome Ford I like. You know, James Cook I like. They were both on my list. I still have one player above them, and that is – Zamir White, James Cook's partner at Georgia. I'm banking on athletic ability here. You look in the production model, and because he had an injury in 2018 to his ACL, 
He shared a lot of time in the backfield at Georgia. But the last two years, he's led the Bulldogs in rushing. But I think it was a total of like 1,500 yards. It wasn't like he was, you know, gaining 1,200 yards or anything. But he averages 5.3 yards per carry. I see a 4-4-40 on a body that is 6-0-2-14 from a school that has traditionally produced amazing NFL running backs. Todd Gurley, Nick Chubb. There's just so many Georgia backs. I'll take the pedigree in the high school. He was a five-star recruit in high school, the number one running back in the country. So I like that value here. And quarterback, I got a little lucky. Shane and Matt, I was very worried that they might take. I see Matt. He's like, well, luck is really relative in this draft. (laughs) But, But I mean, and I'm not in love with this quarterback. But I read that some NFL teams like him a lot. There's some scouts who like him a lot. I don't have a first-round grade. I don't. And I watch a lot of them. But I think some teams might. But now we're seeing these quarterbacks less and less spots. You know, um, Shane just said earlier, the Steelers literally signed Mitch Trubisky today, right? So there's less spots. But I'm still going to take the athletic ability. Desmond Ritter. I think the risk here in the middle round of a super draft with dual threat ability maybe gets a landing spot that we like. So I'll take it there and hope he hits his ceiling. All right, there we go. That's a full roster. John is the first one to finish up his team. We will do some team recaps at the end. But before we do that, Brandon, we got one more running back left here. What are you going for? Yeah, I'm pretty happy to have uh, Brian Robinson Jr. on my team. Um, I know he is not the most uh, elusive lateral movement kind of guy, but um, as far as size and physicality and being able to punish a defense, I don't think there's a more physical back in this class. He's a great pass protector. Um, he had an 85, 85th, uh, 85th uh, percent you know, speed score. He's going to get day two draft capital without a doubt. And um, with that said, uh, he's going to get the Bama bump. He plays in the SEC. He's physical. He's tough. He had to wait his turn. And I think admirably he played pretty damn well. And I think there's a role for him in the NFL, a big bruising back to get five, six yards of carry, um, especially like if you were to put Robinson and Cook together, they'd be a great dynamic duo, right? So um, going back to Cook, I hope uh, the Minnesota Vikings actually draft him, let him play with his brother. So I got, I got uh, Brian Robinson here to fill out my running back room that's fun and brandon you know people ask me the question all the time like who who's gonna go higher in the draft than we expect it's brian robinson you're absolutely right like this guy is locked into day two draft capital and he's kind of an afterthought uh, for a lot of folks right now but he's gonna bump up he's gonna bump up and and he's gonna be a solid you know second tier running back so for the last pick in the uh, what's that 20th overall in this or 22nd overall in this draft? That's a really great value here that you can get in the back end of the of the second of your rookie drafts. All right, I have one pick left. I left the super flex spot open here so I could just really lean into the suspense. This is the toughest part, guys. There's like eight guys that I want to draft here. All right, so I'm gonna have to just pick one. And who would have thought we'd be uh, really pushing these Cincinnati players in the back end of the second round? But it's uh, it's gonna we're gonna stay Bearcats here. I'm gonna go with Alec Pierce. You know, Alec Pierce was somebody whose tape I really loved. Uh, it was difficult to pull him out of that scheme and get an idea of exactly 
how fast he was relative to his play speed because he's great along the boundaries. Contested catch monster. He's really athletic. You know, he was on Bruce Feldman's freak list in terms of his athletic ability. Uh, he had injuries in college, so he really only broke out late. But, I, but his tape excited me. He goes to the combine. He runs a ridiculous 40 time for his size. And you could kind of just really lean into Alec Pierce and get excited about him. So, there, again, like I said, you know, I could have gone with a variety of wide receivers here. Uh, you know, John, we just did our, our Christian Watson rookie profile, and we were high on him, and all the comments were telling us we weren't high enough. So maybe we'll have some comments that I should have taken Christian Watson here. But I'm happy with Alec Pierce. I think he's a great selection, and I'm happy to round out my team. Nice and balanced approach, I think. And, Shane, we got one pick left. You got your super flex spot open, so you also have some versatility here. Uh, yeah. You know, you could you could go with the uh, stick with Western Kentucky. You can go with Caleb Ellaby. I wouldn't, but you could. <laughs> you know, just yeah, leaving you know the door what? open for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> go right in deep into the Colorado farmlands and take Trey McBride and add him into right, my tight end go. garden for the feverish yes. Fenero. I'm pretty happy to get him here. To be honest with you, I I feel like he fell to me. I think that Trey McBride's one that could get some rookie fever after he has a, a landing spot um yeah, i feel pretty good about it especially you guys said we have a five point tight end premium so that's pretty huge. <laughs> i must have missed that in the in the lead-in <laughs> well that's fantastic so gentlemen i'm gonna go around i'm gonna do a little bit of a recap here go through everybody's team and while i'm doing that i want you to think about it because i am gonna make you cast your vote here for one roster that is not your own. So you can't vote for your own roster, but you got to vote for your favorite roster. And like I said, folks watching on YouTube, uh, we are competitive, so we want to hear the comments. Uh, so let's go ahead and get at it here. Shane's team, quarterback Kenny Pickett, running back Brees Hall, running back Isaiah Spiller, uh, wide receiver David Bell, wide receiver Sky Moore, and in the super flex spot, he's got Trey McBride. Brandon has Malik Willis in his quarterback spot, Sam Howell in his super flex spot. He has James Cook and Brian Robinson as his running backs. And then for his wide receivers, he has both Jamison Williams and Jahan Dotson. I have Matt Corral in my quarterback slot. Pair him up with running backs Kenneth Walker and Jerome Ford. I then have Chris Alave and George Pickens as my wide receivers and Alec Pierce in the super flex slot. John has quarterback Desmond Ritter along with Rashad White and Zamir White in the running back position. His super flex spot, he's got Drake London. And then his wide receivers are Garrett Wilson and Trey Lon Burks. Brandon, I'll let you go ahead and cast the first vote here. Can't vote for your own team. You can vote for any other team. Oh, I'm torn between two. Um, you can just I'm give sorry. It to me, Brandon. I'm sorry, Matt. Um, oh, come on. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to go with I'm going to go with Shane. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to go with John. I like John's team the best. Sorry, Shane. John I'm going doesn't to go even with John. have a quarterback. No, but he's he's got elite. He's got three fantastic wide receivers, and I am also a big Zamir White guy. Um, Rashad White, I'm not as high on as most, but regardless of QB, I'm not sure about Kenny Pickett either. Like I said, they're they're all a mm-hmm. shot in the dark to me. I'm going to go with um, that wide receiver trio and Zamir White. You know, I'm starting to think, here's my theory here. I think Brandon doesn't want to be invited back to these. And so he's like, how do I get out of this invite? And I don't have to politely decline. I'll just not vote for Matt's team. All right. That's all right, Brandon. All right, Swag. I'll let you go ahead and make oh, the next man. pick here. That, that's what he says before he hands it off to me. 
I'm not leading the audience. Like, I'm not leading so the vote audience. for Matt or you're not coming back. Listen, the YouTube, the YouTube votes are what matters here, all right? That's what so I'm going to tell myself. I was down myself. to two as well. And Matt, you were one of mine. <laughs> Which means I'm not the pick. It does. It does. It does. But, I mean, I, I get pretty super. I, I like super flex a lot. That's my favorite format. Malik Willis makes me feel really good in Brandon's lineup. And then you got Sam Howell. I feel like he uh, – I think if I would have had Sam Howell in my super flex spot, this would have been mine, honestly. So, yeah, I think that that's just what did it for me overall. And Malik Willis, I think having the the one overall quarterback, in my opinion, in this draft is pretty nice. So I, I had to go with Brandon's team on this one. A lot of it's because of those quarterbacks, to be honest with you. All right, so we got to vote for Brandon. We got to vote for John. And John, you're up. So why don't you go ahead and cast your vote? Oh, this is so hard. So I really do believe that Brees Hall is on a tier by himself, even in Superflex. I have him over the last nine years. He's my fourth highest ranked running back. The only three who beat him are Zeke, Barkley, and Jonathan Taylor. I think Brees Hall can be special. He's way better than David Montgomery, way more athletic than I ever thought. I like Trey McBride. I like Sky Moore, one of my sneaky players. And I still have hope for Isaiah Spiller, even though he seems to be falling. We need to get some pro times on him. So I'm going to give my vote to um, Swags because I think Kenny Pick, I think the quarterbacks are about equal. Any one of these could hit. So I'm going to go with Shane there. I really like how he put the team together. All right, so you're telling me I got to break the tie and the I can't even be in the tie. Oh, my goodness. All right. <laughs> Poor host. This is tough. <laughs> it's fine. The viewers will support me. I'm, I'm confident. They'll come through. They'll come through in the comments. Um, all right, here's where I'm looking at it. Uh, John, I'm sorry. I'm just going to have to disqualify you off the bat because my super flex heart cannot handle looking at Desmond Ritter. Uh, so I'm going to throw him out the window. Ah, uh, man. You know what? I didn't think off the bat I was going to go with this team, but I'm going with Brandon. He's got the two quarterbacks there, Malik Willis, Sam Howell. We got some good upside. I think he was smart just leaning into those tier two running backs. And we talked about draft capital. They both could capture day two draft capital. I love Jahan Dotson. I think Jahan Dotson is a steal. I, I love you know his ability to work into the deep field. So, you know, it's good swag. You got Sky Moore, who's a higher. He's my wide receiver eight, so I have him really high relative to most folks. And, you know, you have two of the top three running backs there, which is really great. But I'm going to go with Brandon here, so he's going to be the winner. Two votes to one to one to zero for the host. Thanks, fellas. <laughs> You're a heck of a host, though, so you get to leave with that. <laughs> the pity point. All right, I'll take it. In all seriousness, fellas, I appreciate you joining here. Uh, this is a fun approach to mock drafting. It's a little mm -hmm. bit different than we normally do here on the Rookie Big Board, but I appreciate you engaging in this exercise, building out a roster. I hope our listeners and viewers got an idea of roster construction and the depth of the different uh, positions and kind of how they're going to play out in terms of value. As always, want to make sure you're subscribed, whether you're listening or whether you're watching uh, the Rookie Big Board. Brandon, Shane, John, as always, thank you so much for joining and to our listeners and our viewers, thanks for checking out this.